Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The Pemberley Podcast. Ah, feels good to be back recording after the holidays. How was your Thanksgiving? Now that we've actually experienced Thanksgiving. You know, like, yeah, our last episode, we were like, oh, it's we're releasing it after Thanksgiving, but we're recording before it. So, how was your Thanksgiving? I had a fine Thanksgiving, family, food. S- yeah, same. <laughs> same. I, the only sort of unique tradition, and I hesitate to call it a tradition because we just started doing this, but the cooler, younger people in my family play... Cards Against Humanity after dinner and okay. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So not not certain adults who shouldn't be listening and participating. But it's fun for me and my cousin yeah, and then brother. Someone very specific. <laughs> There's no one specific. Just like, you know, it's not a game for everyone. Right. But it's, yeah. it's hilarious. Just a quick update. I know we've had certain weeks in releasing where we've had gaps and we have to take off a week. And just to let you all know, in the new year... We will now be uploading every single week and we'll have a new episode out once a week. The reason we've had to have these delays and all these sort of gaps in our schedule is because we didn't have unlimited space and storage Mm -hmm. in our account. And so in the new year, we have decided to upgrade so we can keep consistent and make sure that all of you can have this wonderful podcasting community to have every single week. So speaking of news... Well, it's not really news. It's old news at this point, but I would just like to point out that I was right. I am <laughs> I am referring to a previous episode where I was telling you guys about my attendance at the Poe Party premiere at the Vista Theater, and I saw Mary-Kate and Sean Persaud, like, recording something, and I saw myself in the screen, and I did a little shimmy, and I said, oh my gosh, they filmed me doing something. I wonder if it's going to end up on Mary-Kate's channel. And... It 100% did. I'm a star. I'm a celebrity. (laughs) My face is plastered all over Los Angeles. It's not. But Mary-Kate didn't cut you out. No, but I wasn't (laughs) cut, and that's a good feeling. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll provide a link to that video in our WordPress page, but you can briefly see me at like 15-ish minutes okay you can see me at 15 minutes and 14 seconds you knew <laughs> i was like I you knew, know i know because my best friend sent it to me and she she sent me the link and she's like go to 15 14 i'm like yeah okay and i was there like you oh were. my gosh it's me with my friend tim and he's just like on his phone <laughs> <laughs> all right i think that we should dive right in to episode 17 swimming with scissors there's a reason you put an emphasis on dive, <laughs> isn't there? I'm so clever. So I just have those moments. <laughs> so clever. Starting with episode 17, titled Swimming with Scissors, written by Bernie Sue. In this episode, we hear just about the swimming team that has arrived in their small town. And it's a big deal. The swimming competition is a huge deal. There's like all these high schools that come here. And a lot of I think attractive. It's college. Okay, college. It would be less. I think that a twenty-four no. year old would be a lot no, less no, no, excited no. for high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a college <laughs> swimming com- or whatever semi-professional young Michael Phelps ish people yes. have gathered, and the city is crawling with attractive swimmers. And yeah, young men in their early twenties who swim and take care of themselves and walk around in speedos are roaming 
the city. They're they're running wild, and Lydia could not be happier about it. Lizzie is like hiding her joy at yeah. it happening. It's so funny because I mean, like you and I were from Southern California, like yeah. swimming. You know, we have pools in high school, but it's not like a huge deal. I, I guess if it were like one city where that's where your hometown is and every single year you know like all these swimmers suddenly flood flood your your town <laughs> you did that now you did that flood your town you're like you're aware clearly yeah. and every year around this time our town is covered in strong young attractive men covered and yeah now she's at the age where it's like no longer oh these older guys now it's like oh, yeah. people her age yeah so. And they're only in town for a week. Yeah. So party hard, go whatever whatever the kids are doing when they're going hard. Anyway, so Lydia's psyched about it. And I, I think we get to see some great Lydia action. I love that quote unquote top that she brings out at the end of the episode, aka that bra. It was not a top. <laughs> that was a cute bra. Yes. Maybe she, maybe it was intended to be like you know from Mean Girls, the Regina George look, where like you cut a hole oh, in your okay. top, and so you can see the bra. And maybe that's like what she was going for. Could be. That's all I can speculate. Or you know, maybe it's a bathing suit. If they top. had, I know if they had made it a bathing suit top instead of a bra, that would have made more sense. Maybe but that's... they specifically chose a bra. That's like a cheeky way to pick up a swimmer. Is like show up someplace <laughs> in a swimsuit. Yeah. That'd be kind of clever. Are you a swimmer? Uh, bathing suit. <laughs> like, <laughs> duh. Like, there was a moment where Lydia asked Lizzie, like, I know why you're mad, or I, I know why you're in this mood. And there's a moment where Lizzie shows genuine concern for Lydia. And she says, like, I'm actually just worried about, and it seems like she's about to say, like, you being surrounded by all these guys and you're going to be on your own. Mm-hmm. And that's why she does go along with Lydia's plan to, to, be there for her, make sure nothing happens. Yeah. The recipe for pregnancy doesn't happen. <laughs> so, you know, I would say in this episode, Lizzie steps it up a little bit in terms of yeah. being a good, protective older sister, but she's still hella judgy about it. You oh, know, yeah. she's, well, as the second Lydia leaves, she's like, Lydia's gonna get pregnant if I don't go with her. <laughs> she's gonna get roofied. The world is gonna, end. like, you know, she's just gonna go crazy. She can't keep it in her pants. And, like, Lydia actually, she seems like she just kind of wants to have a good time with her big sister. She's, like, she kind of begs her to come along. Mm -hmm. I think in Lydia's mind, she's, like, pulling Lizzie out to have fun. Mm -hmm. And and Lizzie sees it as, like, I need to rein her in to make sure she doesn't go too crazy. (laughs) I know. So they both kind of have ulterior motives. They're trying to make you, they're trying to change each other. Which, like, that's kind of the whole point of the story is... Maybe there's not necessarily, like, a good and bad. Everyone just kind of has their own intentions and right. their own best interests at heart. And they are trying to make the rest of the world see it accordingly. And it's really messy. On that note, we can dive into episode 18, which is where we finally hear about someone new. Yes. Someone this, new. This is episode 18, titled 25 Douchebags and a Gentleman, written by Anne Toole. And this is the first time that... We are getting. We have we have we heard of the name Wickham before? No, 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 no. This is new. This is, is okay. This is the first time they've met. Brand spanking new He's character. Brand new, and we get him in costume theater. Yes. Well, we don't get him. We get swimmers at large in costume theater. With with, which I love Lizzie's no, no. impression. No, 
Well, because she we did. We do. Because that's true. The jacket. I was. I'm sorry. I was thinking of her with but, the yeah, goggles. We get. We get two different. Oh costume my gosh! Theaters. I forgot how hilarious that impression. <laughs> like the goggles just made it all the funnier because yeah. she's like, "Oh, let me get that for you." But like, she just looked blind with yes. the goggles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, but you're right. Yeah, we do get a Wickham we costume get theater, generic swimmer costume theater, mm-hmm. and gentleman Wickham swimmer costume theater and it's so funny because i mean we all know in hindsight like stay the hell away from wickham Wickham. he's bad news he's gonna screw up your family he's like devious and evil and duplicitous but right now he is charming he is gentlemanly he laid down his jacket like literally like like they said from a period movie and (laughs) who maybe like he just looked really good compared to everyone else. I think that's what it was. It sounds like the standards were incredibly low. Yeah. And all he had to do was show a little bit of interest, make a little bit of eye contact, and boom, he is like a magic man. I think the easiest way to put it is that Wickham's got game. Yeah. Jane is the one pulling us all out of Lizzie. Mm -hmm. She's the one who's like so... There had to have been someone who was good mm-hmm. there. Out of all of the dumb, drunk swimmers that were there, there must have been someone. So every swimmer in that bar was a loser? Really? Well, there there was one guy. Jane um, and her infinite optimism. Yeah, which actually, it does seem like Jane and Bing's relationship is advancing. Finally. Because, <laughs> yes. Which, it only took 18 episodes. <laughs> yeah, at the top of the episode, we do hear that. Lizzie's saying that they're hanging out more, so she may not see Jane as often because she works all the time. She must be hanging out with Bing in all her free time. So finally, they are going out on dates. One on one. They're not it's just like, about time. Yeah. Because <laughs> what, like, it's so interesting because, I mean, words that Lizzie has used to describe Darcy rude, arrogant, stuck up. And Bingley, even though we love him, I am prepared to make the argument that he doesn't have game because he met this girl, what, like in the first 10 episodes, really? Like we heard about him episode one and then it wasn't long before we met him and he and Jane hit it off instantly. And how long did it take for him to date her one-on-one? He freaking like went to her house and hung out with the family and made big group dates like we're on The Bachelor. Yeah. And finally, after 18 episodes, and it's, you know, obviously been several weeks, he's just getting one-on-one dates. And we have to assume that he's getting those one-on-one dates because Jane is speaking positively of them as, like, a relationship. Yet they're they're not referring to each other as boyfriend or girlfriend. It's sort of like they're hanging out a lot and there's progression in the relationship. They don't have that label yet. Yeah. Whereas George Wickham freaking came, saw, conquered. Lizzie <laughs> met him yesterday. She's already excited to be texting him. The way Lizzie meets Wickham, I don't believe that. I don't know. Lizzie, I guess this shows a lot of Lizzie's character of sort of what she's looking for, what she finds attractive. And and also it's the atmosphere too of like in this bar, there's clearly like all these drunk guys who are trying to hit on her, who are just... I don't know. They're being jerks. And there's mm-hmm. suddenly this guy who, like, takes his jacket off, puts it on, a like, a, a wet stool, and he's like, you can sit there. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait a second. Clearly, <laughs> Lizzie, he's doing this 
because he wants to sleep with you. And yep. also, if there's you know, it's just a jacket on a wet stool, the jacket's gonna be wet. So why would you sit on a wet jacket on top of a wet stool? Maybe it was uh well I mean like swimmers have a lot of waterproof gear, right? <laughs> like it's like a waterproof That's jacket. True. She was doing costume theater, so it's what she had on hand. Yeah, she had a leather jacket, which that it could have been a wet that... suit. I don't know. <laughs> just like yeah. let me put this wet what if you had a speedo? Like let me put this speedo down for you. You can't even sit anywhere. It's so yeah. tiny. It, I'm just like thinking a few, it was probably, I think, the Beijing Olympics or no, the London Olympics. It's an SNL skit that I'm thinking of where Seth MacFarlane was on Weekend Update and he impersonated Ryan Lochte. And he oh was hilarious. God. He said like, oh, it's just, it's so weird to be dry. <laughs> I'm just like picturing a a bar full of these like Ryan Lochte impressions. Yeah, uh, feels so weird to be dry. <laughs> I'm just picturing that. I'm sure that's what it was. And suddenly there's yeah. this guy who like can form actual sentences, yeah. speaking to her in an articulate manner. That she's like, oh, this catches her attention, and suddenly she's interested. And he mentions mixtapes and tandem bicycles. Like some hipster. I don't know. <laughs> I like, can't remember the last time I saw a tan. I don't think I've ever seen a tandem bicycle in the wild. No, that's not a thing you see. I mean, it's no. like maybe because we're closer to the beach. That's something like you do at the <sighs> beach. But even then. it's. I feel like it's kind of Anyway, I get what they were going for. Right. But it's to show like, oh, he's so obscure and so like. I don't know. What He's is, like, what does well, that mean? The point is, she's like, gentlemen are an endangered species. What does a tandem bicycle have to do with being a gentleman? Well, it's something that people used to do and don't do anymore. Like sure. the mixtape thing, which I get, but like, I don't know. I'm just saying, the jacket thing was a classically gentlemanly thing to do. Like, honestly, I would never expect anyone to do that nowadays no. because it would ruin your clothes even right. though it's a nice gesture i i would be annoyed I, you know what <laughs> i think this is actually our first insight into his duplicity because yeah. she's miss like i love reading classic novels and any movie starring colin firth so she's into these kind of manners okay yeah and he just like picks up on that vibe, zeroes in on it. Who knows? Maybe he's seen her videos. We don't know that he that'd hasn't be, seen that'd be his... a different level. <laughs> that, that is well. Are we gonna put it past him? We know what he does later. Yeah. Anyway, so jacket sharing isn't really who he is naturally, but it's someone he can become to impress this girl. Right. So really, his intentions are no better than all the drunk jerks around her. He has the same thing on his mind. He's just smart enough to disguise it with old-timey Colin Firth manners. And she's like, oh my gosh, did anyone else see that? Am I the only one? This hot guy with a six-pack and the face of like a Greek god. Well, we don't know what he looks like We don't yet. know yet, but now that we have hindsight, we yes. can say that. But I would still be annoyed if a guy did that because I'd be like, one, your jacket's now ruined. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to wash that. That was not necessary. I could find another stool. <laughs> yeah. And you feel bad about it. You feel yeah. like he ruined his clothes for I'm you. I'm like, no, now I have to sit on your jacket. <laughs> and it's almost like too showy about being a gentleman. So yeah. Yeah. This isn't... So in the book, I think we touched on this a few episodes ago, like when Lizzie shows up 
to the Bingley's house. Uh, she walked there because Jane was sick. And then she leaves and Caroline basically badmouths her. And she's like, oh my gosh, did you see how she just walked over here? It's like she's trying to make a show of mm-hmm. how independent she is. Like, yeah, I feel like this is the same kind of thing where... He's making a big show of being a gentleman by just making it seem effortless. Like it just came to him. So we will be on the Wickham radar. We're really laughing. I feel like we're really reading into this because we haven't had a new character in so long. We've just heard like Darcy this, Darcy that. And now it's like we finally have some fresh meat. I had like all of the observations for episode 18 and like three for episode 17. (laughs) So... But we we find out Wickham does text Lizzie, and Mm -hmm. she says that she'll see him later in the summer, which is hinting toward the fact that we're not going to see him for a while. That he may not come up again for a while because of the fact that this swim competition is only in town for a week, and then he'll be back again later in the summer. Wait, but that's true. Like, she was saying finals are coming up, so I can't hang out now. But theoretically, isn't he only supposed to be in town for a week? That would mean it's June. It's like the end. The time. Well, yeah. I guess it would. It would be the end of the semester and the beginning of summer. And she says, "I'll see you. I'll see him at the end of summer." Right. <laughs> well, she's kind of saying, but theoretically, we we're not supposed Wait. to know that he's here past this week, right? Like, isn't theoretically all these teams only in town for the week? She made a big show of it in episode seventeen. She's like, "These guys are only in town for a week." Lydia's gonna get pregnant with a guy who's only in town for a week. Like. Wickham's also here for only a week. He, she hasn't said anything otherwise. He came back? I don't know. I mean, we know he comes I know, back. We know that in hindsight. I'm just saying. I don't know the timing of it. Because then that would mean that's the end of the school year if it is. But then it's end of summer. Why would she wait around for a guy for like months and months at a time that she met one night I feel at like at this point we're reading too much in the I don't know the timing. Oh, there was one last observation I had. Uh, when Lizzie's ranting about not having to be rude, stuck up, or arrogant, and Jane chimes in like, The point is that there is no excuse for a guy to be rude, arrogant, or stuck up. Oh, that reminds me. Darcy was walking by the house the other day. Weird. Jane never says anything mean, but it's sort of a little bit mean by association. Yeah. So it's like, word association, arrogant, stuck up, came up Darcy. Oh, word association. Speaking of Darcy. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And we find out that he was just walking by their house for some reason. Because he just likes to go on walks by the Bennetts' house. Even though they don't really live in a walkable area. Yeah. And, yo, and he doesn't even know about Wickham yet. He probably doesn't know he's in town. Well, I think if the swim competition is a big deal and he knows that he he used to know Wickham, he might have the idea that he might be looming around. I don't it's, know. <laughs> looming is a good word for yes. it. <laughs> and so Darcy's just being a weirdo, walking around their neighborhood. Same crap as usual. <laughs> Jumping into comments now for episode 17. The first comment is by... Go... I don't know. Go Thick Prinex? Sure. <laughs> Who said, second, LOL. Which now we're running into the problem where deleted YouTube accounts means that we'll never actually know the first <gasps> comment of this video. And we may come across that with future videos as well. Next, Alicia 
Costello says, I think the reason everyone likes the Charlotte character so much is that she exhibits the funny playfulness you haven't brought out in this Lizzie. Your Lizzie is much less go with the flow than Austin's Lizzie. I guess I hadn't thought about it that way, that Charlotte's the one who brings out the playful Lizzie. In the book, is Lizzie more go with the flow? I'd say so. Like, she has strong opinions, but... Yeah. I mean, I still feel like this Lizzie kind of goes with the flow. She does... I mean, very reluctantly. Mm-hmm. I think she she is a bit more reluctant to change. And she kind of just likes the way things are. And because when Darcy and, and Bing show up, it's sort of like suddenly shakes everything up. And she's like, eventually everyone will get over this and we'll all go back to normal. So she is a bit more like just wanting things to stay as they are. Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Ribbon Quest said, I was thinking pregnancy was in Lydia's future, but now that Lizzie said it, I have my doubts. Obvious foreshadowing is boring. I wonder if Wiki Wiki's still <laughs> going to be a military guy. Wiki. So at this point, it wasn't confirmed that Wickham was in the swim team. That's true. Lizzie mentions pregnancy, and that was one of the theories people had that instead of running off and marrying Wickham, Lydia mm-hmm. would end up pregnant. Our Lydia in this version had a much happier ending because it's like, you know, just a modern retelling, you know, you feel like you kind of love Lydia and you want the best for her. And in the book, the way it happens is really getting married was the only, like, that was the happiest possible ending because Mm -hmm. you all eventually got married. You got eventually married or you died a spinster, you know, and Lydia's not the spinster type. Lydia's like the marrying kind, and so she just ran off with this guy unmarried. Huge no-no. Thinking of a shirt that just says, get married or die a spinster. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, like, it kind of makes, wake up or sleep forever. You know, like, it's, I guess you kind of have, like, two-ish options. Yeah. But I can see how pregnancy would be considered if she was gonna have an unhappy ending because that's a more permanent oh well, even with marriage i don't marriage know is permanent too especially in yeah. jane austen's time yeah. i mean can, like i mean let's explore that hypothetical for a second like let's say instead of a sex tape she got pregnant would she go through with the pregnancy would she keep the baby would she like there's a that get... opens up a whole slew of other modern options that That, yeah that would have been a more complicated story to explore because then you're diving more into lydia's narrative and you're taking away from the protagonist which is lizzie Mm -hmm. because it it is dealing with suddenly what would she have done yeah because she is 19 ish 20 she's 20 she's 20 years old i don't know that would that would have been an interesting path to explore as well i think that could have gone really dark it it could have because that I mean, that ties you to certain... Jeez, imagine a a modern adaptation of Pride and Prejudice with an abortion storyline. Oh my gosh. That would have been... That's, like, it gets dark, you know? But, like... That would have been, like, especially for a more conservative family like Mrs. Bennet and mm -hmm. Mr. Bennet. That would have been a huge deal. Yeah, and, you know, I think it's important that Lydia had something that's scandalous enough. Because it's not the same type of scandal. Like, you can have a sex tape, and you know what? People, like, live their lives every day and they don't know about your sex sure. tape, you know, or it can be overlooked. So it's scandalous enough that you can be really deeply personally embarrassed. And more than anything, she felt really betrayed by Wickham, you know? I, yeah. And I mean, we'll explore that more once that comes up. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I have more to say on that. <laughs> sure. Uh, Whitney S. says, Lizzie, I'm from the future. 
Stay away from men whose last names start with W. What the heck? Wickham. Who else? If it's just names with I was W, gonna, well, Wes Adderall. <laughs> Do we want to stay away from him? Just kidding. He's uh, just too pretty. He's too pretty. He's so... He's not real. <laughs> he's like a Disney prince. Do you see his Instagram? <laughs> I occasionally follow it. And I'm just like, what? With the hair and the eyes and the face and the under the face. <laughs> he he was at the Grove? <laughs> <laughs> You guys, West Adderhold hangs out at the Grove. I mean, he lives in LA, yeah. so. I Imagine do... running into the West Adderhold at the Grove. Oh my gosh, I would have no words. I'd just be like, I'm going to stand over by the garbage can because we're go- like, I'm going to blend in next to and it. And just stare at you from afar. I know, no, I just, I, I think you I- blend in with the trash I think I, <laughs> me and my twin, the trash yes. can, uh, literally, I would- I can honestly tell you, you know how we were talking about this for the Poe party thing? Like, oh, I was too tired. I didn't have the nerve to go up and even say, hi, I love your work. I I don't even think I could be within feet of him. I'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm a hideous monster. Don't look at me. (laughs) I would probably text you and just be like, it's my center hold. Oh my God. And you'd be like, go talk to him. And you'd be like, no. no. <laughs> I'd be like, you go talk to him. Like, I mean, there. what if the rules were reversed? What if you saw him at the Grove? Would you talk to him? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Hold, come on the show. <laughs> I, th- I think, you know, technically I have met him because. You say that with quotes. I said that with air quotes because in 2013, I went to VidCon. Right. And I actually like met all the actors because there was like, you know, they were signing things and I had my little Lizzie Bennet diary notebook. Yeah. He was like right next to, I think, Laura Spencer. Mm-hmm. And I had like started talking to her about something and he joined in on the conversation. I'm cool. thinking, don't look at me. You're so gorgeous. But he was really nice. He was very nice. I remember seeing the cast they were like hanging out in the hilton lobby and that's when i I got to meet ashley clemens but then there was also a table of like the guys and like i definitely did not approach that table (laughs) and i definitely hated wickham so i like had a bad time separating the actor from the character so i saw him but i was like i hate you do you think that's hard for him like i'm sure it was because a lot of people were like you're so attractive but I hate you. Yeah. No, and like, he's got the douchey personality on the show. So right. it's like, oh, that justifies you're hot and douchebag. But yeah. he's he's nice in real life. And I both hope Wes Adderhold listens to this, but also I hope that he never, ever, never finds ever out finds about out about this. <laughs> I hope he just glosses over this and is like, oh, people are talking about me again. Whatever. Uh, so let's dive right into the comments from episode 18. The first comment from... Floss got the flow for says, haha, same here. And same with the first comment. Oh, this is your notes saying like, it's not technically the first comment, so we'll never know. Yeah. The world may never know. Miss Daniel 13 says, no, don't fall for his wicked ways, Lizzie. We should write a song called like, wicked Wickham. That's all I have, but I'm saying right. it could be a, it's going to be a great song. Pride and Prejudice, the musical. Lizzie Bennet Diaries, the musical. I was going to say, there technically is a Pride and Prejudice musical. Okay. Remember, I think it was like this summer, and it was in the Finger Lakes, and I was like, guys, let's all go to Auburn, New York, and start the revolution. Oh, yes, I remember this. Sharon94 says, this George guy sounds like a D-bag who was just pretending to be a gentleman because it was obvious that was what you were looking for. I guarantee his approach would be different if he were talking to Lydia. It would have been easier with Lydia. It would have been a lot easier, you know? But 
this person saw it. We our suspicions are confirmed. He zeroed in on Lizzie, saw what he wanted, saw what she wanted, and just became that guy. Yeah. Celia Mayer says, I in no way want to spoil this for people, but I think the Bennets should be wary of this Wickham guy. <laughs> we all know that the gentlemanly swim coach type are the secret serial killers who may or may not be just as douchey as our swim team. Swim? Swim? Swim team. Swim team is. Just saying, we wouldn't want any younger sisters being murdered now, would we? Oh my gosh. This, this person just took a path <laughs> and just went with their theory. It went so dark, so fast. This is the serial killer version of Pride and Prejudice now. It's one thing to like, oh, she's corrupted in society. But she's like, no, Wickham is a serial killer. Lydia's gonna die. <laughs> Maybe he's got a thing for taking out redheaded girls. Could be. Uh, and then the final comment that we chose from Fire and Zed. Yeah. Gentlemen, do not forget friend zoned because gentlemen know that girls aren't machines where you press a button and they have sex with you. Gentlemen know that being friends with someone regardless of gender isn't a consolation prize. There's a difference between a gentleman and a self-proclaimed nice guy. Pa-reach! I like this comment. Although, I don't think Wickham's like a nice guy. I think he's trying to come across as a nice guy. Yeah. He wants to have sex with Lizzie. He would never be a self-proclaimed nice guy because he knows that's what would tip off the fact that he's not a nice guy. (laughs) It's gonna get out eventually. All right, well, that wraps it up for this week. Thanks again, everyone, for listening in. Be sure to follow us on our social media on Twitter and Instagram at The Pemberley. Like our Facebook page, The Pemberley Podcast, and feel free to find these episodes and any other references we have on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com. And if you have any questions or comments or you just want to talk to us, you can email us at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. We do respond to your emails. We love receiving them. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.